Welcome back to Get With The Programming. I'm Chase Ingram. I'm Captain America. And along with me is Bill Grundler. Wolverine. Space Wolves. Space Wolves. Space Wolves. Space Wolves. Oh, Wex in the chat. Wex in the chat. <laughs> What's up, everybody? What's up, everybody? Hey, we are one minute. What are we going to do with all this extra time? I don't know. I don't know what to do with all this extra yeah, space. There's so much room for activities. I know. I, I can't stretch out enough <laughs> in all this area, all this room. Oh, hello, everyone. Happy Thursday. We are here to recap and analyze the age group quarterfinals. Four tests, five scores over the course of two days, qualifying the top 30. Two semifinals, which is coming up for the age groupers in, what, like three weeks? Yeah. Just like... Fast track it. I mean, it's like open, quarter, semis, boom, 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 boom. Boom, boom, boom. You know what's crazy? If you Once you get that done, it's like you have months before the game's actually <laughs> I know. You're like, fuck. <laughs> it's like I kind of I, like I feel I like I'm going to get train all over again. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Corey, this is unprecedented. We are one minute early. We just got Easy. so excited to talk to you guys. So yeah. excited. What's up, Devesh? Oh, Kat, how we doing? Dude, did you see uh, Sivan got kicked off YouTube? <laughs> no, what happened? So I don't like something in the, I don't know, censorship, misinformation algorithm. Oh, that's what that was about. Yeah, so he can't go live for a week on Shut YouTube. Shut the hell up. Yeah, so if you guys are bored, you know, and you get no live Sivan, you can come over here. Come on over here. <laughs> yeah, bring Team Sivan over here this way. We basically party almost every Tuesday and Thursday right around 1.30 p.m. Pacific sometime. 1.30 to 2 p.m. Pacific time. It's a midday party. It's a midday party. For those of you guys that are, you know, if, oh, gosh, look at this. We must be, like, taking over the Sivan people. We just got five <laughs> bucks. Yes, Corey. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> appreciate that oh let's see janelle since i just turned 40 on the fourth wow happy birthday yeah yes and to your point janelle with your birthday we do have our april trophy case challenge oh yeah we have that we have that. Sammy got my uh, Programmatron t-shirt. I believe that's what you're talking about. If you guys follow us on Patreon, you should have got an email directly from the OG culture slash Sherpa works because you get a code for a free Programmatron t-shirt just for being a Patreon. A little thanks from us to you. I think the only thing you have to pay is shipping, but I mean, come on, four, cool. four bucks, yeah, four bucks cool. t-shirt, an awesome t-shirt, by the way. That only a handful of people have. Exactly. Only exactly. Only a handful. We're not. Yeah. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. Uh, okay. So things on the docket today. Trophy case challenge. Which yeah. uh, let me pull up some. Let's see if I can pull up some old school stuff on that uh, before we uh, walk through it. We're gonna go through the age group events. Uh, we'll talk about quarterfinals process. Uh, I got some numbers for you, Bill. Oh, I, I'm okay. a numbers fan. I'm not necessarily a numbers guy. Uh, yeah. And I was uh, working with Mike Halpin. Who is the, that yeah. guy is a numbers he guy. He is the numbers guy. We've got like stats guys, like historical context, three-eyed Raven, like Chad Schroeder. And then we've got just like the CrossFit super freak, know-it-alls like Brian Friend out there. And then we have like numbers guy. Uh, Mike Halpin has uh, he, put together some interesting things that I would love to share 
yeah. for the quarterfinals and semifinals. I think it's uh, some pretty fascinating things, and it may roll into how we look at quarterfinals programming itself. So, I, Yeah, I think, I think it would be a good one. I, I saw some of the stuff. It's really fun. I'm not real loud in our little chat that we have just because I just don't, I don't know how you guys talk so dang much in that I bet chat thread you that we have. come and see there's like 300 messages. And just it, like, dude, nah, if I, miss, I can't. If I coach two classes... I'm so far behind the ball. There's like a, yeah, 150 <laughs> messages and everyone's in there. And all I could do is go in and go, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> That's all I, that's all I have time to drop in there. But I <laughs> Just a I've thumbs seen, up on some random comments as you scroll through. Yeah, cool. Yeah, but it's uh, it's it's interesting having, and we always go in all different directions, but I, I saw some of the numbers that Hoppin was putting in, in there. Mm-hmm. Dude, the stuff he comes up with and the way he's able to utilize I've never seen anybody use a spreadsheet the way he does. Oh, he sent me one. Guy is like sickeningly wicked with it. And here's the yeah. other thing is uh, like you can go to him and be like, hey, uh, I have some curiosity of how these numbers shake out. He's like, knock it out for you. I don't know how he you. gets it so fast. Hey, there's numbers guys and there's people who like numbers. And uh, I like numbers and stats, uh, not to the level like baseball does where it's like, this is the first player that has ever hit a home run, a, th- a triple, a double, and a and a single on the fifth Monday of the right. month of October <laughs> yeah. at fifty seven degrees. I'm like Jesus, guys. Like how how much are we going to manufacture these stats? But um, yeah, we got some cool stats and and things I was curious about was uh, numbers of people who qualified for quarterfinals from indie team and age group. And then I was curious of how many of those who qualified registered and then how many of those who qualified registered and actually submitted a score, at least one. Yeah. And then I was curious is based off the registration numbers in quarterfinals, what your percentage chance of making semifinals was. And the numbers are quite interesting so that I can't wait to share with you. Oh, man. I can't wait yeah, to share yeah. with you. Yeah, uh, but before we get there, uh, let's talk about our April Trophy Case Challenge. And let me see if I can pull this up really quick. Oh, I want to find like an old school. Yeah. How old is that? 2012? Okay. That's, yeah. That's oh, yeah. Oh, we're going to get busted for that song. I am going to turn the, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to turn the music off on there. But all right. Drum roll, please. Your April Trophy Case Challenge is, for those of you guys can read, The Bear Complex. Now, let's take a trip down memory lane. I'll play what The Bear Complex is really quick, right? We're going to have someone talking here. You guys watch the video. Music's not on. We can talk over this. But about a decade plus ago, this Bear Complex came out, and we've seen it intermittently. People will probably program it for their gym, maybe for their elite track, maybe a cool complex to put in there. You know, some people will be like, hey, let's do a 20-minute AMRAP, two rounds of Cindy, one round of DT, or one Bear Complex. And what people don't understand, much like Macho Man Complex and things like that, or the Bella Complex, is that they think it's just one round of a power clean Front squat, push press, back squat, push press. They're like, ooh, bear complex. No, no, no. Bill, what is the original bear complex? It's seven reps of all of those movements. So what we're watching here on the screen, that that would be one. Well, actually, that would be a no rep. 
Well, you're right. Well, you know, <laughs> you know, one, one full round, but the yes. So uh, now there are a, a couple caveats in there. Could, uh, are you able to find the Freddie Camacho one, Freddie in China? Ooh, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Yeah. Talk, talk no, no, through it was it Freddie and people. Jolie. It was Freddie and Jolie Gentry. All right. I can, let me, I can search this. But uh, so it's, it's seven unbroken. Seven unbroken. Like the only place you're allowed to rest is in the hang position, in the front rack position, or on the back rack. So when you touch the ground, and I've seen a lot of people do this where even like, you know, depending on how heavy they're going, mm. they try to readjust their hands on the grip and there should, should, there's no readjust on the ground. It's a literal touch and go. So once you start, it's on you the whole time with just a touch off the ground in between every single one of those reps. Mm -hmm. So that's the first one. And a lot of people miss that. And that definitely changes the stimulus of what that, entire the bear complex is all about i've seen a lot of people do it heavy for a rep i've seen it yeah, where they've done yeah. 30 in fact i actually i programmed this for uh for some of my athletes where 30 reps of a bear complex at a particular weight mm -hmm. and in no means is the plan to be unbroken and it usually ends up taking them like 25 minutes or upwards of 30 minutes depending on what the you know what the uh, the weight is mm -hmm. but this is a time under tension just grit blaster and soul crusher <laughs> yeah if it is done correctly and what's weird is everyone can get like everyone no, usually even if you go decently heavy you can get to four and five reps of that that whole complex four or five complexes mm -hmm. it's the last ones that just drill you into the ground as you're doing these and yeah. it, i mean it's crazy how little amount of weight it takes to absolutely annihilate people. Yes, uh, I don't. I can't find the Freddy one, but I've got another video of it here. So um, okay, let me see if I can open this up a bit more. But yeah, so your April challenge, and if you guys are catching on to a little trend here, is the very first challenge was a weightlifting challenge. It was the snatches. The second one was the aerobic challenge which is our 5K road challenge. The third one was our Samantha Briggs challenge, which was all gymnastics. And now we are rolling back to the weightlifting. So we have seven unbroken sets of a power clean, then a front squat, then a push press, then a back squat, then a push press. That's one, and you do that seven times. Now, Bill, the weight we have decided for this test, because these are challenges and only a select few of what someone would consider maybe specialists would be able to achieve this. Now, if you guys are watching this on screen, this is actually not allowed. You can't squat clean, which means you combine the right. push press and the, the power clean. You can't thruster, which means you combine the front squat and the push press or back rack thruster. You have to separate every single rep you do for all five reps across all seven sets. And the weight, ladies and gentlemen, is going to be 185 and 135. Just take a moment to, to let that soak in. I will guarantee you that right now there's a lot of people going, oh, I could totally do that. 
or like, this is bullshit. Only games athletes can do it. It's like, this isn't for games athletes. This is for quote unquote specialists in the CrossFit community. Mm -hmm. And we're just trying to see who can do what, who can do all of them. Wall Street weightlifter. Hello. If you're out there, if you can hear us, do it. Video it. Yeah. Power clean, front squat, push press, back squat, push press, seven unbroken sets. 185 and 135. That is a true bear complex, and that is your April trophy case challenge. I, I really want to see uh, the Wall Street weightlifter do that. Like, he's so dang powerful and so dang strong in his shoulders. I mean, just... It, it, I've never seen it, anyone... Who, it blows my mind. ...that strong in their shoulders. His... his it's crazy because he cleans and you see him do all these like crazy squat things that he does, but it's like he's his shoulders are his hips, like his they are equally as strong as his legs. It's the craziest thing I've ever seen. But I've never seen like the capacity on this one would be way different, and I would be really interested to see what he could do. That would be cool. Yes, and before anybody panics, one we're we're easy we ease you guys in early. Right? It's like, oh, you know, a little snatch, a little row. Like, we're getting to the real thing. Yep. We're getting to the real thing. And here's the thing. Everybody take a breath. Those that can't do, if you can just just start with a barbell and then see in a month from now, try it again. Add a little bit of weight. Try it again. Add a little bit of weight. This is a training for type of test. And yeah, you might not be able to do it now or maybe next year, but maybe if you work on some things and dabble in a little specialty here, some bar complexes, the adaptation you will achieve in the process of trying to accomplish this is the point. You're going to get so much more out of trying to get this than you would just being able to do this on the first try. And that's what oh, we want to yeah. see for the same thing for the press to handstand in the handstand walk for the 30 bar muscle ups into 30 ring muscle ups into like the, these are things that if you train for them, you will improve and expand the margins of your experience and the things that maybe you need more training and dabbling in. That's the fun part. And just throw it all into the black box. Guess what? If you do, if you train to get this for the, uh, uh, to do the bear complex, what we're looking at here. Imagine all of the things you're going to get better at your barbell cycling, your grip strength, time under tension, knowing this is one of the things that I've seen for a lot that a lot of people gain, especially uh, when you're looking at capacity type um, training tools or whatever. Most people don't know where they fail. They know when it hurts. They know when they get tired, but they don't know what it feels like or looks like or where it might actually be when like you literally cannot do another rep. And so I think that just the idea of going through the, you know, the training, the training set for this type of an event, it gives you a chance. You're not under it. It's not a time domain, but it gives you a chance to see where the wheels really come off. And it's awesome. And Jeff's like, Hey, I'll try 135. I'm telling you guys right now, dude, try a barbell. 
Like I, I, I'm not, I'm not sure everyone's grasping the full, no, <laughs> like we're I telling you, it's like, ah, oh, you'll be fine. The reality of it, this thing is a monster. There was a reason why it was called the bear complex. And if you heard <laughs> the bear complex 10, 15 years ago, it instilled a, a reaction in your body, like a fight or flight response of what that actually was. 15 years ago, the goal was 135 and 95. And that smashed people. And I think the most I ever did was 115. I don't know if I ever got 135. So for those of you who want to try it for the first time, just, just do a barbell only so you understand the flow, the feel. It'll be a hell of a warm-up. It's 35 total reps. Again, it's individual reps, no cleans, no thrusters. And then decide what weights you want to go to from there. And maybe have someone counting for you. Because the last thing you want to happen is do like a back rack push press, bring it to the front rack. Back. Was that five rounds or six? <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so, that was me on the kettlebell swing, remember? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bill's like, I did it. I think I, I did it. That was done. And then oh, I came back. Shit, and was like, that was like 180 or 190. Yeah, like 190, I think. <laughs> <laughs> All that work. All that worked. But uh, yeah, so that is our, our April trophy case challenge. Bear complex, seven unbroken sets, power clean, front squat, push press, back squat, push press. Seven unbroken sets of those five individual lifts at 185 and 135. And you have that for the rest of your CrossFit life. Just out there, dicking around on a Saturday with your buddies and like, hey, 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 you guys want to try a trophy case challenge today? Absolutely, I do. Which one do you want to do? You got four to choose from. Actually, you got five to choose from now. Yeah, you do. Five. Uh, hey, uh, Julie just uh, Julie just threw up uh, a response to Elise. Yeah, so the pausing, the places where you can pause. Mm. You can pause in the hang. Like if you want to re-grip, you can kind of bring it down to like the hip crease, re-grip there. You can pause in the front rack. You can pause on the back rack. And there's a lot of back rack pausing that happens um, because you can kind of like sit on your back. Back rack is your, your best Chance. It's your best friend. Yeah. It's your best friend. Um, but that's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. Like there is no re-gripping on the ground. Like if it if it isn't a bounce off the ground, then you're done. You guys know what touch and go is. Touch and go. You guys know what a thruster is. Uh, Don't do yeah, it. Yeah, I was gonna say, are we gonna, <laughs> that's like the answer now for everything. I know. I was like, oh, forever, you know forever like. ruined. You know you, you, I used to be able to say that, and now I can't. So, uh-huh. all right, that is our trophy case challenge. Cool. All right, let's get into numbers, Bill. So I got some numbers for you and everybody who's listening. And what I wanted, I was curious about this. So before we get into the number game is we're going to go through the qualifying um, divisions for that. So, So let's look at quarterfinals. And for the individuals, they took the top 10% in each region from the open to qualify for individual quarterfinals. Africa had 440 men, 328 women make quarterfinals. This is just who qualified. Asia, 1,104 men, 577 women. Europe, 6,015 men, 3,999 women. Wow. I know. It's just like that. Two more people couldn't sign up. I know. Dang it. Uh, (laughs) North America East, 4,010 men, 3,932 women. North America West, 3,144 to 2,808. Oceania, 967. 
and 901, and in South America, 966 and 734. That was for individuals for those that qualified. For the team, they took the top 25% in each region. Africa had 14, Asia 19, Europe 68, North America East 91, North America West 68, Oceania 42, South America 29. In age groupers, for the top 10% in each age division across the world, and these numbers will just go men and women, 35, 39, 3,469 to 2,802, just in that division alone. Wow. 40 to 44, 2,553, 1852 for the women. 45 to 49, 1,544, 1,098. 50 to 54, 934, 643. 55 to 59, 514, 387. 60 to 64, 260, 213. 65 plus, 154 to 134. 14 and 15, 148 to 139. 16 and 17, 170 to 166. And this is just to paint the picture of the total representation coming out of the open right? This is the top 10%. So if you go back up to 35 to 39, nearly 35,000 men registered for the open in that division. 24,000 women in that division alone. 100. No, no, no. Like in the open. Oh, you're talking about because we're taking top 10. I got you. you. Where, Where we're coming from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are huge divisions. And massive amounts that are qualifying. And then you look at some of the lower divisions, and just to give to perspective, people are like, well, why isn't there a 65 to 69 category and a 70 plus category? And it's like, eventually we'll get there. But 65 plus, now this is a product of those that you know can qualify because of the age divisions, is right. about 150, right? Eventually, yeah, we should probably keep putting in other divisions as everybody ages and, you know, gets better in different divisions. So that's the uh, that's the the number of people taking the test in quarterfinals or at least qualified in quarterfinals, right? Um, to put things in a perspective of now what I want to look at, Bill, is what is the percentage of those who registered or more so for those that participated that would go to semifinals? All right, so for example, let's take... Let's go on the individual side. And if you took North America East men, 4,300 qualified, only about 2,500 registered, and even less participated. They're taking the top 60 from there. And that number on average was about 2.5%. So the top 2.5% would qualify for semifinals out of the individual. And that was about baseline for most of these, except for the smaller ones. Right, but East, West, and Europe, two and a half percent is about that average number of qualifying, like percentage qualifying out of that. Here are the fun stats. So if you guys haven't gone over to this Instagram page, known mm-hmm. under slash knowable. Yep. Right. This is just a nerdy stat page that I absolutely love. Halpin was a big part of setting this up. And it just has a bunch of numbers in there for you guys. So, for example, if you looked at the age group division, right, it has the things broken down. It has who's qualifying out of each region, all these great graphics. 
one of them was this percentage total that he did for the quarterfinals. So here's some cool stats. Of the 13,000-plus women who qualified in quarterfinals, only 5,751 actually registered, and only 5,400 actually participated in more than one event. For the men, nearly 17,000 qualified worldwide, 8,000 registered, and about 7,400 actually participated in that. So the numbers we're going off of are those that participated and um, qualified. Now, when we look at that, is like it's about I think the number was like forty five percent that actually registered and qualified. Yeah. And so when you look at that and it's like, okay, what is that a product of? Well, it could be a product of people just don't want to do quarterfinals, right? It's like, hey, I did the open, I really don't want to do quarterfinals. Or it's a product of like those that is like, hey, I'm not going to make semifinals. Why sign up for quarterfinals? It's like, well, I don't really say. And then it could just be, hey, we're waiting to see what the programming is. Right? And I think a lot of people do that because part of it is quarterfinals is $50 to play for five tests on average. Right? And some people just want to wait to see if they can do them. And this went to our argument, and we're not going to really rehash that, about programming for quarterfinals specifically, is you want to make it doable for most and able to separate the best. Right? You don't want to program tests that everyone can be somewhat good at and there's no separation. Right? You still want the best, fittest athletes to be able to move on and separate themselves, but program to the demographic majority that's taking the test. And I think that was kind of our big thing about individuals. Well, and we made such a big point, uh, even like a long time ago, of how important the Open was to be able to be all-inclusive, all-inclusive, but still have to be able to qualify people to whatever the next stage was. And we've seen what the Open's done at different times, whether it was straight to the games or if it was going to regionals or if it was going to quarterfinals now or whatever it ends up looking looking like. That, that was very important. And I think everyone kind of understood that piece. But now that we have these different breaks, and, you know, and, I've, and I, it's really weird that I have been in multiple conversations now where this point has has come up where it's like now it needs oh dang look at that it's your stuff right there mike <laughs> helping in the chat um but yeah how important it is to understand every single one of those steps well here we are at the quarterfinals you can't just say make it hard to qualify for that because you still have a group of people that you're right the amount to play has increased so you want them all to play so now you can't, you most, now again, most, most, you, you want, if you're, if you're charging them extra, yeah. if you're charging them more to get in there and get after it, then you yeah. have to make it enticing for them to get in and get after it. And that, that comes down to the programming. So now again, once again, at this level, now your programming has two important pieces. Are you a, allowed to, or are you able to engage the people that qualified the top 10%? Mm -hmm. And then also, are you able to qual to qualify and move on the ten the uh, the percentage the two and a half whatever said the two percent was that moves into that next uh, that next stage just needs to move up into that. So again, it's not just oh we need to have some workouts. No, again the importance is there. Right. You want it. You can't just blow by that, and that becomes that goes to show how important the programming is because there will be people. I, I mean, I, I have agree. people here in my gym that are like. 
I can't do it. Why am I going to pay $50 to not even get a rep? Right. Like, no, oh, we'll I'll take the it. challenge. I'm like, I can't lift that. Like, yeah, <laughs> there's, there's taking a challenge of maybe like a scale, like Murph. Right. Right. That's taking a challenge or Chad or something that pushes your boundaries of experience. And then there's like, I can't lift that bar. Right. I can't do that movement. <laughs> right. That's a, di- I think there's a big difference there because I'm in the camp of you should lean into the scary things. You should try hard things. You should try new things and you should do things that maybe you don't think you can do. But if there are things that is like, this is 40 pounds above anything I've ever attempted in my life (laughs) or, you know, things like that. It's like, that's when I don't fall in line with the statement of you should lean into scary things because as people who do CrossFit, that's really who we are. That's our bread and butter. That's how we approach training. That's how we should approach life is do things that scare you, lean into the things that you're bad at. But there comes a point is like, hey, you telling me to do this clean and jerk or this wall facing handstand pushup, depending on your skill set, is like me standing on an edge of a cliff next to you and it's like, hey, go fly. <laughs> like, no, I can't. Like, <laughs> just flap your arms really hard. And, you, know, you just have for, to believe that you yeah, can. Yeah, just try really hard for 15 minutes because that's what we do. We try hard things. So just that's, give me $50 and then, and then pretend like uh, <laughs> you can do any of that stuff. Uh, and, and, okay, so why are we talking about these numbers? One, we're defining the... What we're trying to help define what quarterfinals really is, because I, I think some of the hard part for, for maybe us, for example, and those in the spaces, I don't think we've, we've kind of, I mean, we've only been doing it three years, but I feel like we've lost or don't know what quarterfinals really is. Is it only, is it only for those that can qualify for semifinals or is it to qualify people to semifinals? There's a big big difference in that sentence huge well i mean and again we still have a we we have a good number of people like you you can start to really laser focus like yeah we just need to qualify the next people on as you have a, a handful of people that are competing you can do that at semis you have a lot mm-hmm. less people you know trying to get to the the the, the final 40 that, that move on to the game but we have a good number of people that are still involved we have thousands that are still involved and want to play. So you, you want to make it to where they can. And that right. doesn't mean it's got to be a rehash of the open. I mean, uh, up the, up the ante, but not so far out of the camp that people are like, well, that's dumb. I'm not even going right. to do that. It makes no sense. Yes. And so as we try to help define what that is, or at least paint the picture of who is taking this test, and the numbers and what that means is, well, we have a couple more numbers. So now we're going to focus our attention exclusively on the age groupers since we're going to analyze the programming here in just a bit. And again, go to known and unknowable Instagram. It's in there. And they put together the number who qualified in each division for both men and the women, the number and the number registered. So as we look at this first part here, this is the women's side. In 35 to 39, 2,400 qualified, half registered, right? So we have a a pool of 1,239 actually taking the test. 40 to 44, 1,800 to 1,000. 45 to 49, 1,668. And here's the interesting part is that, I mean, this is this numbers are a little weird. It's like as you get older, there's more people participating, 
with who qualified, but also the numbers are less. So it's a little, um, but as you look at this, right, and that was the women, and this is the men, 3,400 qualified for the men, 1,700 took the test. Again, right about 50%. Um, about the same numbers fall in line. <laughs> Am I missing something? I'm looking at the... No, well, no, you're not missing anything at all. What, what I'm laughing about is... Oh, how many people are doing it? The percentage, like... Why do you think the percentages would be going up? Now, granted, you have the you know the less people and all that kind of stuff, but I, I think that well, it's the number who qualified versus took it. Well, I guess technically it's this. I don't know. It's the same. It's I mean, it's basically they the same say it's thing. the same percentage. What, yeah. I, what I what I see when I look at this is, I mean, I'm talking and I'm looking at my age group here. I'm looking at the 50 to 54 divisions for the most part. Like if they're going to do something, they're in. I don't do it halfway. I'm in yeah. it. Not like, well, maybe if I do okay, then maybe I'll decide to do it. But if I can't yeah. do it, then I won't do it. Then I won't. Well, okay. So I have another theory for you. Okay. The 35 to 39 is 50%. 40 to 44 is 56%. 45 to 49 62%. 50 to 54 65%. So it increases every five years. Mm -hmm. It jumps from 65% to 77% at 55 to 59 for the men. For the women, nearly the same thing, 50%, 58%, 60%, 62.5%, and jumps 15% from 54 to 55. Why? 35-pound dumbbells. And not wall-facing <laughs> handstand push-ups. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Look, this is the numbers. That's where the big fifty-five get plus. It, that is the big switch. Yes, where it goes to uh, the a drop in the weight. Everyone like the thirty-five to thirty-nine, uh, the thirty-five to fifty-four division. Basically, they are doing. They got the uh, freaking shaft, dude. The fifty to fifty-four, like that's a tough division because it's still heavy. Which and I, those I will say this, athletes I are like, good. I like. I like the weight. I like it heavier. And you're right, Mike. It is easier because I think that it's a drastic drop from Dude, it went that, off a that cliff. It went a from wall six in an AMRAP, wall-facing handstand push-ups to strict handstand push-ups back facing the wall with a two-inch riser. Yeah. We went from wall-facing, right? And and that's that's and this is where I like numbers. I'm like, okay. How did this jump 15%? How did this jump 12% when we we're only increasing about four to five per division? Yeah. And it's that steep drop off. And I look at a movement that really was a product of that. Um, okay. So the last numbers I wanted to get for you is to qualify. So let me see if I can get uh, this pulled up. Hang on a sec. Halpin sent me this, which is great. Window, where are you? Oh, no, I can do this. Sorry, Chrome tab. Go back to you. Uh, I wanted to know the percentage qualifying because I had a theory. I was like, I'm pretty sure it's a lot harder to qualify. <laughs> All right, so let's look at the men division. Uh, let's see, increase this for those. Uh, you know, we got masters watching this show. We got masters watching. Yeah. Come All on, right, old eyes. Okay, so for the 3,500 qualified, basically, 50% registered, 1,652 participated. They only take 30 to semifinals. That's 0. 0.8. <laughs> 
We already said your chances of qualifying in the individual's toughest regions with the most participation was on average 2.5%. 2.5%. The top 2.5% qualify for semifinals. If you're a master 35 to 39, it's 0.86% chance to qualify for semifinals. If you're 40 to 44, it's 1.1%. 45 to 49, 1.9. Until you get to 50 to 54, your percentage is less than qualifying for it as an individual. It's harder to qualify for semifinals for three different age divisions than it does for individuals. That's for the men. For the women, 35 to 39, 1.2%, 1.6%, 2.7% at 45 to 49. So that's where it, it almost levels off with the individual competition. So less, you have a less of a chance to make semifinals in age group qualification than you do in individual qualification. And teams are even like more. You have like a 75% chance oh, <laughs> of yeah, qualifying right for semifinals, those, right? Where you come from, you yeah. had 68 teams in North America West qualify. 40 are going to semifinals. It's actually yeah. harder to make quarterfinals than it is to make semifinals statistically. Then it has wow. it. So for those of you masters out there that are like, oh, fuck, I didn't make it. It's so hard. It's like, it's so much more harder statistically to qualify for semifinals as a master's athlete in the first three age divisions than it is for elite individual competition right now. So now tell me how important the programming is. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that, the, that, that's, that's the plane I wanted to land with the numbers. Well, and that, and all of those, dude, those numbers are spectacular. This is, I mean, uh, by the way, this is Mike Halpin's spreadsheet. Shout out to Mike verbiage. Halpin. Was that all oh, Mike? Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Mike. This is his yeah, spreadsheet. Dude, this is all his, all his numbers, which it's nice to be able to see exactly mathematically what that looks like, even though we this is what talked I mean. about this stuff so much. And this is where the purpose and understanding the purpose of the quarterfinals is all about. I mean, we, I, I think everyone has finally started to at least get the understanding of what it means in the open. But here we are now at this quarterfinal being that we've added a step to our, you know, to our qualifications. And it's a, it's like an anomaly. It's like nobody seems to understand how important, not just the qual, not just are you picking workouts that are okay, they're harder, are you increased enough and blah, blah, blah. But like looking at the demographic that you're trying to do, mm -hmm. I, I we virtually have to look at this just like we're looking at the open. You know, the old right. version of the open, because we still have thousands of people that are wanting that are wanting to participate. But if you have a less than one percent chance to get in or a one percent chance, if we're looking at the men and the women, um, no On wonder average, nobody 1 wants chance. Yeah. No wonder nobody wants to play. Why would I waste my money on that? Like, I'm just going to go in and get I'm going to go in and get crushed on things that I can't even do. I'm going right. to see the workouts I'm gonna be like, uh. No, no, can't lift that. Never done that before. I mean, I'm actually pretty good in my gym. I qualify in top 10% of the world, and I like I can't even do those things. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what those things are. I'm not gonna pay fifty dollars for that. Mm -hmm. So they are they are missing. And I I would I will never in a million years say that I am a good businessman by any means. I'm a decent one. I've learned a lot over the course of my time. Not to say that I and I'm anywhere where I would like to be. But this seems like a very easy one to understand. Yeah. If you want $50 being thrown at you, then make it so that everyone at least is like, okay, well, those look fun. Okay, I can get in on that. Okay, cool. I can still do. All right. 
you can still make it to where the right people qualify. Yeah. Like you don't have to be an asshole right at the beginning <laughs> and ask people out. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. So I just want to put some numbers out there. So if you guys like got your teeth kicked in or you didn't do as well as you wanted to and get frustrated, it's like it's harder to qualify out of these divisions. Like twice to three times as harder. Yes. <laughs> so wow. I just want to put that together. Uh, again, thank you to Mike Halpin for putting those numbers together you, for us so we could uh, speak intelligently the best we can with the numbers that we got. Um, and that just goes to when you look at quarterfinals, like, okay, you're taking 30. I get it when you take 30 to in-person or 60 to in-person. Maybe we should expand to make it 50. It's online. Um, Who gives a shit? uh, Yeah, totally. Chlorophyll, borophyll, who gives a shit? I mean, honestly, that's that's actually a really good point. Why why pick 30 if it's all online? Take more. Increase the chances of people to qualify to the next stage, which would encourage more people to take your tests, which will pay you more money for the test at which you give them. Shit, make it make it a hundred across the board. A hundred men, hundred women in every division. Well, that's what we used to do, Bill. And it was two hundred. What if <laughs> I mean, okay, take the top 10% of the Open to the quarterfinals, and then let's go back to the top, I guess, you know, 100 or 50. Yeah. I mean, top 200 in the world was tough. That was tough right. to get out of the Open. And, and if you guys aren't, if you're new to the CrossFit game season with, with age groupers, it was they took the top 200 in the world. It wasn't a percentage. It was just a number. Right. Out of the Open to what was called the age group online qualifier. And then the top 20 at the time or 10 at the time would go directly to the games. Now they've introduced a new step, which is the quarterfinals. And then they only take 30 to semifinals. And now they only take 10 to the cross of games in each division. At least that's what it's been like last year. And it'll be the same for this year. Right. Um, yeah, you're right, dude. It's online qualifier. They, they're, yeah. 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 Increase. Increase, Increase it. it. Increase it. Just, just oh, trying to help. I mean, just just even, like, uh, it would be interesting to see what what does that raise the percentages to? Uh, oh. Um, is that, gonna, is that fuck with just, Mike's. I mean, kind of mess with it a little bit? I don't know. Mike, I don't want to mess with your spreadsheet. Oh, yeah. Well, you can do the math. Like, if you just did, if you double the number, it'll double the percentage. It'd be like 1.5% if you do 50. All right. Okay. And if you double the number, then it's, it's upward to... It's well, if you double the number 60 from 30 and it's 0.8, it's still 1.6. So it's still a percent less than individual. Yeah. Yeah. You have to quadruple it to get over that two mark. So maybe it is 100. Yeah. Take 100 online athletes to semifinals and they're paying for semifinals and you take the top 10, top 10%. 10%, 10%, 10%. There it is. I know it's easier to say than, than do, but I'm, I'm just trying to think of ways to create more engagement. Now well, like, that would be not like, like you not should e- do this. I'm like, why don't we create easier ways for people to want to play? And what's crazy is that's not even looking at the program. <laughs> that would that right, right, right there yeah, would engage there more yet. people Sorry, in. Everybody. We haven't even touched the, like the programming numbers yet. Yeah. I mean, a bit, just pure business wise. And you have a lot of masters that are here to do this stuff. They will do it. They want to do it. Yeah. Man. So 
we wanted to go through the numbers and talk about that and before we get to uh, the uh, tests themselves. So, yeah. Um, okay, so let's take a look at the tests. We're going to go through the programming for the 2023 Age Group Online Qualifier. Now, well, I got one more stop. Uh-oh. We talk about the trickle-down effect. What happens at the games to semifinals to quarterfinals to open, right? A programming trickle-down, that oh, waterfall yeah, yeah, yeah. effect. And yeah. this year in quarterfinals for the individuals, we saw wall-facing handstand push-ups and crossovers singles, right? At the games, there was deficit wall-facing handstand push-ups and double under crossovers. So we took the skill at the games... We skipped semifinals. Who knows what's going to be in semifinals? Probably something like that. And then lowered the skill from the games <laughs> to yeah. quarterfinals. So the trickle-down effect was technically there. We just didn't get a shot across the bow in semifinals to be like, oh, okay, we should probably get ready for this for quarterfinals. But the, the skills were less. To their credit, they were less, right? If it was the same thing. I'm like, damn, dude. For the age groupers, that was not the case. <laughs> <laughs> so let's look at the programming from the CrossFit Games last year, which Bill and I, for the majority, really did like. And we look at the tests that we had. Day one, they did running, 20-foot rope climbs, dumbbells shouldered overhead. Uh, the, the event two, they had a max trio. It was a five-minute cow bike, a one-rep max weighted pull-up, and a one-rep max front squat. The third event was a chipper. Pegboard, double unders, regular handstand push-ups. And I don't even think it was strict because it doesn't say strict. Was it strict? No. So it was kipping? Uh, actually. What was it? I think it was strict. Even if it was. I think it was strict. They programmed yeah. That's 25 okay. strict. Games. Yeah. We're at the game. With it's the top okay 10. To strict handstand push -ups. Everyone has done them. Yeah. Okay. So they programmed 25 strict handstand push-ups at the games with 10 of the best people there. And then the next day, we had squat cleans and parallel bar traverses. The other event was 20 ring muscle-ups, snatches, and cal row with some obstacle course sprinting. Uh, carrying Karen, uh, Hussefeld bags, wall ball shots. That was actually pretty sweet. Uh, rinse and repeat. And then the final sprint, which was echo bike cows, burpee box jump overs at 42 and 30, and then sandbag over the shoulder. That's what he gave the best athletes in the world last year. <clears throat> so let's look trickle at trickle down effect trickle down effect so let's look at what he gave the athletes uh this year um <laughs> let me pull this up it's such a horrible setup all right test one now when we were guessing this is pretty close three rounds Two 25-foot dumbbell walking lunges in the hang position, 20 toes to bar. Three rounds of that. Into two rounds of two 25-foot walking lunges with dumbbells in the rack position, 15 chest-to-bar pull-ups, and then one round of two 25-foot overhead walking dumbbell lunges and 10-bar muscle-ups. So basically three rounds of toes-to-bar, three rounds of chest-to-bar, one round of bar muscle-ups, so that progressive skill in the gymnastics and the weightlifting one. I almost nailed this one. Without the toes to bar. I didn't think they were going to do toes to bar because of the GHD. Yeah, so I put no. chin over bar. Uh, this test, great. I like it. This is great. This is fun. This is challenging. You've got a lot of grip fatigue. You know, 60 toes to bar. 
coming into 30 chest to bar into 10 bar muscle ups. You've got that adding skill set of difficulty and the difficulty of the dumbbell position for the lunges. Right? What so, I like about go ahead. And what I like about it is that this is the type of event where you can have the best in the world that are going to be able to race and you have the good the 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 person who came in 91% in their age group and they're like okay I can do this I can do some of those I can do toes to bar I can do chest to bar pull-ups maybe I'm okay on bar muscle-ups maybe I'm not but I can get in there that guy I don't see this one and go I don't see anyone in that 10% looking at this and being like there's no there's no effing way it's like okay I like that started off strong cool yeah and when we look at some of these tests when the demographic is like Everybody should be able to do this if you qualified at a quarterfinals. Hell yes, we had we had fifty toes to bar in the open to get you here and ring muscle ups. Yeah, right. And I, I really like this. And after watching it, I liked it even more. I was like, damn, I want to do this. I will say honestly, I think that this could even be. Well, it's not that far out of the range of uh, even an open workout. I don't think. Oh, I think this is. You know, if this became an open test next year, have at it. Yeah, totally. Week three. This is a week three open test. Let's get after it. Yeah. Something, I mean, or a week one, whatever. Like this is, uh, this is great. It, it provides a level of difficulty early enough that all people should be able to do if you qualified here. Everyone yes. should be able to start this test. Everyone should be able to do the middle part. And whether you have bar muscle-ups at the end based off fatigue level, that's a different story. But it, it's the last movement you do. It's the last 10 reps of the 100 that you had to do. That's the other sneaky thing I love. It's 100 total gymnastics reps. Yeah. I was like, thank you, my OCD. It's like 60, 30, <laughs> plus 10. That's oh, beautiful. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, it is drawn up really, really nice. Yeah. It's good. I like it. I it's like good. it. This is, this, is, this is great. This is really great. Uh, test number two. So test number two, as we look at it, um, again, we had a, actually, sorry, it was a 2A, 2B. And the question is like, will there be anything different in there in those spaces? So test 2A was an AMRAP in 10 minutes, six, I'm going to keep saying wall facing because your chest isn't touching the wall. Six wall facing handstand push-ups, nine GHD sit-ups, 12 box jumps at 30 and 24 box jumps. So stand up and step down. <clears throat> 10 minute AMRAP here. And when you look at this, this is where I question the desire and reasoning of putting wall facing handstand push-ups in here for the master's division at all, because it's the hardest thing they've programmed for this division. We just talked about the CrossFit Games. They did 25 regular handstand push-ups. We'll say, it's even say they're strict. was at the games, and now we're just like, quarterfinals, level it up. <laughs> yeah, take, take some of this. Well, right? You know what I thought was weird about this was the wall-facing handstand push-ups that the individuals had to do was 20? Okay, yes. Right? Tw uh, 21. It was 21. The individuals had to do 21 wall-facing handstand push-ups. And now, go ahead. If you are an athlete that can do wall-facing wall handstand push-ups as a master, 
more than likely you're going to be doing the same number, if not more than they're doing, which should not be the case. You should not have this weird new movement where the old folks are having the chance to be able to do more of this particular movement than the young, than the young bucks. It mm-hmm. should not be the case. So it should not happen. Here's what we're talking about. Let's just go to the, the last place in for the men. Seven rounds, right? If you got 30th, <laughs> seven rounds. So they they did 42, make that 45, 45, 45 wall-facing hands. So they did double plus what the individual yeah. athletes had to do in the age group division. And I get no. it. Some people can do this, but some people can also lift a house. Th- We're in that, quarterfinals. There's no need. There's no yeah, the, you can accomplish the same thing, get the same people, but allow more people to actually do this test and burn through it and just like go nuts with a regular strict handstand pushup. And the other part was, and uh, you know, we saw Dave do this one time too in the open. And so, like, you know, I'll, I'll put on day first is he programmed an open test that had started with ring muscle ups. Yep. And pissed off the world. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah. And his was like, oh, we encourage people to get their first muscle up. People have been dodging this forever. I was like, yeah, time and a place. This really isn't either one of those. Right? <laughs> you can say the same thing when you put it in the third movement, not yeah. the first movement. Right. Yeah. And so for this one, the gatekeeper is first. And at a time, you couldn't even enter a lift if you didn't do a handstand pushup. Yeah. That was like a thing. I was like, okay. And now they retroactively changed that. <laughs> Which was weird. But, oh, good morning, Heidi. Good morning. What time is it? Where are you? Um, and that's the thing. It's like, okay, so we could have accomplished the same exact thing, let everybody else get theirs in and go for it. Because the same people that suck at wall facing are also not going to be better with regular. Like, and those that are successful with wall facing will be even better with strict. And then you're just going to churn and burn. But you got like your top athletes doubling the number that the individuals had to do. Yeah, that was that was ridiculous. Over and over that and over. Was, it was just it's I, just oh, it's just it's irresponsible. It's just a wall facing handstand push-up test. That's it. That's all it, it told, is. Uh, it, exactly. It's it's an irresponsible one. Um, actually, you know the other thing is this. It, did it say? It didn't say you had to step down on the box jumps, did it? No, you had to, you had a choice. Okay. So here we are. We've done this in the past with box jumps where they have made a point, and, and I know they made a point in the master's division uh, before where they said you must step down because here we are dealing with old Achilles, uh-huh. old issues with everyone going on here, and you have seven rounds of 12 of those box. You're doing 130-inch box jumps. The people that are really going are having to rebound. Mm-hmm. They're going to rebound. They're they're racing. And I... I, I I like the idea of like give the athlete the choice. And me and you have had this discussion before where you're like, ah, yeah, but you know, safety. And I get that. But here we are. So again, you don't make the young kids do that, but you put the old folks out there where if they want to race, they're <laughs> gonna they're gonna race it. Like in the open? Yes. Yeah. And and I, I just this this whole setup, the entire event is irresponsible, I think, because it's not it's not getting what you're trying to get to move through. You, you have movements that should not be in there. It should, they shouldn't even be in there at all. You don't need them. You could have done it with a regular 
uh, a regular handstand push-up and got what you wanted out of it, but you have a a, a movement that that is brand new. You have them do, forcing the better athletes to do more than the younger athletes. And then the same thing with the box jump. It's like, okay, we've talked about safety before. And now all of a sudden we don't care about safety. We talked about it before. Achilles didn't get better. No, that's a good point. So the entire, like they went from event one, hell yeah, thumbs up to this. <laughs> and it's like, go fuck yourself. You, guys. Like, you just ruined it right there. You San negated Diego. everything that you just did. And that's what was really hard for me to see. Yeah. It was really hard for me to see. And I had an athlete, one of my athletes, I mean, she actually did really well in this event. Uh, one of my master's athletes. And I knew because she's really good at handstand push-ups. So I'm like, you know what? Go smash it. But inside, I'm looking at it going, this was dumb. Mm. It was not a good program workout. And just because it's hard doesn't mean it's the right test. Yeah, it's just, you know, there, there wasn't balance. And you would have had a more balanced test with just regular handstand push-ups. Make them strict. They did strict to get here. Uh, right. They did strict in the open. Um, and then then the drop-off to, to master's, like... It went off a cliff. Yeah, and then you go from that to the 55-year-olds where it's like a raised. Yeah. Like, like, it, I mean, it should they, have been they, regular strict and then add two inches, and now it's just a little bit of a drop-off. It's a little tougher. Um, or another format, and like, so we want to create some some thought behind this other than just like this was, you know, this wasn't it. But, you know, we had a chipper idea or like where, okay, if you really want to put wall-facing handstand push-ups in there, Put it at the end of a chipper, just like you did for the individuals. It's exactly. So if someone totally. can't do them, they at least did a bunch of work to get there and earn some fitness against the rest of the demographic, not who can do these and who can't. Put it at the end. If you really want these in there and you think it's appropriate for this time, I won't argue with you. But... There's a way to introduce these. That's a. I mean, you did it for the individuals. Why did why you, <laughs> the gatekeeper I mean. of this entire test, and the only thing that this test tested was your ability to do a wall-facing strict handstand pushup. That was it. The GHDs were nothing. The box jumps were nothing. They were so few and so high that like it dictated the pace and the yeah. slowness of that. Like it would. That was it. And then you go to two B, and we have a one max clean after we just had a thruster in the open. <laughs> and it's the third time we've tested a max clean in age group online qualifiers in a span of like maybe 10 years i'm just like uh, why were like the snatch over at squad something that the vet masters and, and, and uh, or no, why you, even do a one rep max when the teams and individuals did multiple reps? Exactly. I was just going to say that we just looked at what the teams did. They had they had their version of this. Did they do a one rep max? No. A no they did the same rep. thing the individuals weight. did. Is five minutes of clean and jerks at two seventy five and one eighty five. They totally. did. They both did the same thing. Yeah, why are masters it. doing a clean? Oh, it was so bad. So bad. Drop the weight. I mean, I'm going to say drop the weight and do max reps. Done. Oh, All right. So just okay. let's, let's, if we, if you were, let's look at it just making a couple switches. Let's say you switch the whole thing where it's six strict handstand pushups. Yeah. You have your nine GHD. Mm -hmm. You have your 12 box jumps, whatever, doing the same thing on that. I actually Fine. would flip the box jumps in the GHDs, nine, 12. Not, okay, even better. It's too many boxes. Actually, even better. Yeah, it's too many. No, I like that. It takes I too like long. That. Um, 
which is you're getting the same fitness level, but you're being more, uh, it's a responsible setup to get people to race instead of just having people bouncing all over the place into a five minute max reps of whatever weight you want to pick, pick your, pick your weight you want to use that right there. I would have been like first three scored events. I'd have been like, okay, guys are doing great. Nice job. Corey he said, I PR my clean on two B great. Strong work. Great job. That's awesome. Everybody PR their thruster in the open because nobody tests that. <laughs> but clean, yeah, PRing are clean after all. That's great. But yeah, it was uh, <clears throat> this. And here's the thing: like the same, the same people will be successful if it's six, nine, twelve strict handstand push-ups, box jumps, and twelve GHD sit-ups. The same people are going to crush. Totally. Same ones. Maybe some other ones in there that just didn't have this skill set. And if you do max clean and jerks or power cleans, F it. Just say cleans. Max cleans. If you didn't want to do the same thing you program for the other two divisions, max reps, pick a weight. I'm in the camp of like, they just dictate what the weight is. Let's do max reps. And your tiebreaker for both of these is the opposite for the other. Your tiebreaker for the clean is the number of reps you did in 2A. Your tiebreaker for 2A is the number of reps you did in 2B. Yep. So. Now, for those of you guys that did really well here, like Corey said you PR'd and other people saying it yeah, was your awesome. favorite workout. Most of the time, even for my athlete, most of the time, it's because they were good at Dang, Corey, the wall face and handstand push-ups. All that's, all that's awesome. Because you did well at the event doesn't mean the, that the event was appropriately picked, programmed, and put in the right place. Um, that doesn't mean that it was a good test. Congratulations for doing well. Um, but but still, I mean, we have to look and see what how this fits and what we're trying to move people through to do. And again, that wall-facing handstand push-up, there's zero reason why the open division should be doing more reps than the master's division. Less. That the less yes, reps. that the individual should be doing less than the master's division. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, <clears throat> and uh, it was just so close. One and one, one and one. Yeah, we got a we got a win, we got a loss. Well, actually, one yeah, and more than that's like it's two one and two. It's one to two. I'm gonna say one and two. Uh, okay, <clears throat> and here comes test number three. We had the right format. I was going to be shuttle runs and bench and at, at the weights and rope climbs. 50 shuttle runs, seven rope climbs, 25 bench press at 185 and 125, seven rope climbs, 50 shuttle runs. I judged this. I you watched people do it, and I hated every second of it. So bad. I, it, it was so hard, and this is just like me judging. I hated judging this event. It was so, like, I had a whiteboard that had 50 tick marks on it. I had two of them. And I would just down, back, one, down, back, two. And I just sat there and swiped a whiteboard and looked at feet and looked at hands. And then when they did rope climbs and the bench press and the bench press was slow because people are like, that's fine, and the rope climbs, and then back to the runs. I, and it was, even then, I would almost lose focus. Yeah. Let alone, and I only had to do it one time. I cannot imagine judging this over and over and over and over. 
we already did shuttle runs. There was absolutely no reason to put them in again. None. I mean, I mean, you had the same sentiments on the team side too. A hundred percent. We are we already did it. At least on the team side, it mattered, and you weren't going to be doing nine thousand seven hundred and fifty-two shuttle runs. I mean, would it, would they would they would this come up to be like a mile? Just under a mile of shuttle. A runs. A mile of shuttle runs. Uh, no, that's that is just it's done. I, I'm not. I'm not against again. And every time I, I complain about the shuttle run, I'm just bored of seeing it because I think it was overused. But I I don't disagree with being able to put running in the in our competitions. Yeah. But now it is overused. It's overused. I mean, there were other things you could have done with that 25 foot distance, handstand walks. L yeah. I mean, lunges. Uh, geez, forward somersaults. I don't care. But like doing all those shuttle runs was, I just think that that was just, I don't know where that's supposed to fit. There, there's no, I don't see anyone looking at that and being like, I was actually really stoked that the bench was put in there. Yeah. I was like, all right, cool. All right. The, the masters, finally, they get the bench. They're the, they're the group that have been doing bench. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, it just got covered. It's like, you can't even get stoked on the bench because of the most boring uh, competition or the most boring event that they've ever programmed. And I heard Brian talking on the seven show. Uh, they were, they were looking at the different things and Brian said that uh, one of the things he liked, and this isn't a, an attack on Brian by any means, everyone's got their opinion. Um, he liked the fact that it tested mental fortitude to like, can you kind of hang in there or do you kind of zone out or whatever it is? And that's fine. But I see that as a testing point not a competition point like we're trying to test fitness and at no point in our definition of fitness does mental fortitude sit in there where it's like we need to test to see do you zone out or not i i don't think mm -hmm. and so i just don't think that we got i don't think that the test offered what it was supposed to get out of that other than that just made it a long event i mean i would have i would have really liked it if they would have just done Rope climbs, bench, and rope climbs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or made it burpees. Go burpees, rope climbs, bench, rope climb, burpees. I, whatever. Mm -hmm. Even or even handstand walks. I, I just, I it really bummed me out that this one again just seemed like I, I don't know what you're, I don't know what the point is of this other than you're trying to check your long box is all it seemed like to me. Yes, that's what it was. And what an ugly way to do it. Boring. <sighs> Boring. And we already did okay. it. We already did shuttle runs. So, uh, yeah. So, here's where I sit. Is it unbelievably, mind-numbingly boring? Yes. Even the f freaking goat Rich Froning was like, this is the most boring workout I've ever done in my life. I, I would like to still do this. Right? So, if you think about, like, okay, do we test the, you know, endurance or you know, aerobic test with the monostructural, yes. Did we do rope climbs in the gymnastics? Yes. And did we interfere with the bent? Like, if you look at this chipper style and, and just format, right? I like the format and the object of putting in a test or, or a, a longer test. Just, but with the 50 there, you're right. I think we could have gone a better way. 
you know. There's only an infinite different ways you could have gone with that, and you picked the most boring. Yeah. I mean, the only other way it would have been more boring is if you had to run it backwards the whole time. Yeah. All right. Okay, so, so let's take boring, obviously, is just as like, hey, and this not is what that, and, 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 but, hey, like, So look at, look at, let's look at the, let, before we move on, boring let's look at Boring doesn't mean bad programming. Right, so like, that's I, where I I'm going. Care, I don't care about boring. So let's go, let's focus on programming itself. We went a long test, aerobic, monostructural, gymnastics, bench, push, pull, legs, lung burner. 15 to 20 minutes is our range of, uh, of times, right? Programming wise of accomplishing a stimulus modality, you know, where do you sit on that? You still could have had a long event and made it handstand walks, rope climbs, and bench. Up, yeah, uh, made it like a pyramid chip or the exact same thing. And again, when I'm looking at the programming, the pieces, I understand the pieces, but when I'm looking at the programming, if I'm looking at the season, okay, we already did shuttle runs. Yeah. I, I mean, how often has it been that we did rope climbs in the or like like double unders in the open and then we didn't see them in like in the quarterfinal or rowing in one and rowing like they'll take that out. Why are we doing it again? Mm. And actually, they're both long like the shuttle runs that we did in the open was the long event. 15 minute AMRAP and the top times are 15 minutes here. So, I mean, like we already did it. We are literally repeating a movement that just I just don't think it has the validity to double to double it. It's one thing if you were doing I, I you know, you can do a I, I think that doing a one rep max thruster and then a one rep max clean has more validity than shuttle runs in the open and shuttle runs here in the in the quarterfinals at the same level, the same pace. It's not like everyone's going fast on this. Yeah. They're just cruising. It's, I mean, it's a mile of back and forth. You don't have time to get up to speed. So yeah. with that, I would have said you still could have made a long event by going handstand walks here mm. and done the same thing. And I think the handstand walk would have been a really cool, uh, a really cool um, uh, kind of wrench in the mix for your bench. Yeah. Cat makes a good point. Individuals had nine rope climbs and we had 14. Yeah, because masters are awesome. But like, here we are again. (laughs) Why is that happening? That's that's not that should not be the case that direction. Mm -hmm. Hanson walks. I would have. Yeah, that would have been good. Maybe adding double unders in there to get a a little bit of a monostructural element or put some type of burpee in there. Totally. You know, I I want to get I want to get. An aerobic burpee broad thing. jump for 25 feet. Ooh, and make it God. you think five V-ups are a bitch? Try a burpee broad jump. Like, where do you put <laughs> your hands? Are they falling forward? See, these are the things that probably wouldn't get discussed in the, right. <laughs> the war room. Yeah, fuck Although, it. They uh, should be able to do I'm it. I'm not saying to throw a brand new movement on an online qualifier yeah. for the first time in this stage by any means, but I'm just trying to throw another idea out there. Or look, if you want to put shuttle runs in, add something to blend it up a little bit. It was, uh, I don't know. <sighs> or freaking bring the kettlebells in and do farmer carries. Wait, was that on the list? I don't remember. Kettlebells were on the list. I yes. Did, yeah. Kettlebells were on the list. Shit. They did that right last now. year with rope climbs and box jumps. Yep. Um, 
something. Yeah, something. And we're talking from, I mean, we're just talking about from a boredom standpoint. Back to the programming thing. Do we have something a little bit longer? Is it testing something more aerobic and then introducing the interference with bench, the rope climbs? Yeah, okay, yes, yes. Does it fit with what you programmed already? Yes, it has its place. But are you looking at the quarterfinals alone or are you looking at the stages? I'm just looking at the quarterfinals alone. Yeah, I'm just looking at the quarterfinals alone. Okay, see, so when I look at it, I look at the stages that we've gone. Like, are are we – because we're advancing people through. Yeah. So we want to make sure, like, these tests have to connect somehow to the open. I mean, that's the whole thing is they're they're qualifying from one step to the next step to the next step. So for me, I'm not looking at just the quarterfinals being like, okay, well, they need to have long. So it's like they're working in this vacuum, this little box that nothing else matters. I mean, because then I I just feel that if that's the case, because we can't do that. We said that the clean was bad because we already tested the, the thruster. Yeah. In the open. So this would be the same thing here. Okay. And right. again, yeah. I don't care about the boring part. Like I, I don't, as an athlete, I don't give a shit about if it's boring or not. It's like, get on the line and go. But Ooh. when you look at the programming here, it's like, ah, this is different. Okay. Right. Uh, two things. One, I'll start with Haley's question. If this were programmed at semis as an 800 meter run instead, would you like it more? My answer is unequivocally yes. Yeah. And it'll probably be on a true form or the new rogue woodways that they're like, those are coming to semifinals. Got to be. But yes. Uh, yes, yes, absolutely. It's it's the monotony. It's the twenty five to twenty five. Like, hey, we're gonna do a two hundred fifty foot handstand walk in five foot increments, <laughs> and well, you gotta I mean, turn around each time. Okay, and and I'm not saying that um, counting should be difficult, but if it was eight hundred meters, it's like this: you hop on the true form, it starts, and automatically the numbers pop up and start counting. Yeah. No one's gonna jack it up, but if you're if you're running it and you're judging it, and you, I mean, you said yourself, you had your hash marks, right? There, the chances of something going wrong is there. Now, the chances of like, okay, well, are you gonna look at these videos to make sure that someone actually did count all fifty? Yeah, like it's like it just it doesn't do anybody any favors by putting it in there. Like there's, I guess was what I'm saying. Okay. I'm not saying that. I mean, shuttle runs are shuttle runs. That's fine. I get it, but it's not, it's, it's unneeded for what you're trying to do. Mm -hmm. I I don't think there, there were other ways to do it. And I just, I think that was a miss and it just took away from the fact that everybody gets to go and do bench. (laughs) Yeah. I was so excited to see that. I'm like, yeah, bench. Okay. Cool. This is my my age group. Like that's what we did was bench. Mm-hmm. We finally get that shot, and now it's completely overlooked. Yeah. By yeah. just yeah. Uh, but yeah, to Haley, Haley, is Haley to Haley's question. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like we're not specifically talking about the program. We're just talking about 50 shuttle runs down and back, 25 feet at a time. Uh, what if you did 25 line? facing burpees into 25 shuttle runs, 7, 25, 7, 25, 25. Just to switch up a monotony. I mean, yes, we did the burpee thing. Sure. Just, I'm just trying to think of ways to not drastically change it and add think, an element. I don't, you, I don't think you need the 50. I think if you were to do, uh, 
um, five rounds of down back, down back, five burpees. Five. I mean, it's more fucking. Yeah. It's just more counting stuff. I mean, like, yeah, you can I know do it's it. More counting, but but it just ends up being weird counting stuff, and that's why. Yeah, you know what? Uh, here's what I would do. This is what I would do. This is what I would do. Okay. I would add the double unders like you were talking about. So I'd say 200 double unders, uh, um, 100 foot handstand walk. You're seven. You're 25. Whatever, seven, and then do it on the way back. Same thing. Where you have yeah. your 100 foot handstand walk, and then you have your 200 double unders at the end. I, yeah, I that's a lot of shoulders. Well, yeah, totally. I'm just trying to think of ways to balance it out. Uh, David Attaway, how about no touch? It, it's not the, the, the difficulty of it. It's the monotony of it. I, I, don't, I don't even, yeah. I, it, I, I would feel better. My back would feel better. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that touching or no touching, I just don't think it changes yeah. it. Or like, yeah. Eh, okay. All right, last one. I still, I still give that a, a programmed... Yes. Like testing people. I give it a yes. I am not putting this in the camp of wall facing handstand pushups in a clean. I have uh, to I have to pick one. I'm giving it's two to two now. Um I d I don't I don't I'm not in that camp. Oh, so you're one to three. Yep. Ooh. Well, yep. Sorry, quarterfinals. All right, one more. Uh, what what I love about this is it was like I guessed it. I'm like no shit. <laughs> yeah. Like this is one of those ones that if you go to the horse race, yeah. and you put like ten dollars on it, you win like ten dollars and five cents. It's like if the horse race starts <laughs> and every other horse gets shot in the face, <laughs> except the one you picked. No shit, uh, you guessed it. For to come out here and celebrate <laughs> guessing this, I know Bill guessed this. I didn't it, want it to be this. That's right. why I didn't That's guess it. I'm like, uh, I'm just going to go because I want something yeah. good in this. If you so want to win like, some yeah. money, you should have guessed this. No shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, God, I just hear people like, ho, ho, I'm the best predictor. I'm like, okay, shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> no shit. The world. It, it, okay, this is what it looked like when this came out. That was me. Uh-huh. Yep. I figured totally. that's what it's going to be. 27, 21, 15, 9, row cows and thrusters at 95 and 65. Now, that being said, this is <laughs> this is the, just a brutal test to get to the end. And this is a classic CrossFit. We saw in the open at 15.5, and we saw it to a lesser degree. And I think it was 16.1 of the age group online qualifier, where it was 21.15.9. So this is technically a three-peat or a two-and-a-three-quarter peat test. And that's why I didn't want to see it. I'm like, we've already seen it twice. We've already seen it once in a lesser capacity in the age group. I just, I just wanted – I'm the guy that just wants to see new things. I don't hate – uh, I don't hate repeats, and I, I know they have their place, and I just didn't want it to be this. <laughs> I just wanted to see something different. No, I agree. I I, I like this event. It seems odd to yeah. me that we're taking an event that everyone did in the open, and now here we are. I mean, we have these brand-new hard movements. We're going to put you in, you know, against the wall, and you're going to do a wall-facing handstand push-up that you've never done before, and you're going to do a lot more than these young guys over here. But now we're going to give you a race that sucks. I mean, it, it's a painful race. I love the pain part. Cool. But you did it. like we, we did it in the open. 
why is that now like our masters are better now than we were back in 2015 why is this a qualifier event for something up you could have done something else Yes. I mean, I, I that being said, as, yeah, aside from wanting it to be something else, as far as the tests and what we've done so far, I was like, yeah, this is something that needed to be in there. Just a gross, it. nasty, as you're going to be as good as you want to be. Enjoy the next six to eight minutes of hell and technically 20 minutes after, which is actual hell. Yeah, right. the twenty minutes post this is worse than the eight minutes it took you to do it, <laughs> without a doubt, for sure. But yeah, so I mean, that's a personal like when I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, this is what I, yeah, this is what yeah. I thought it was going to be, um, and not to take away from this, like this is this is a great test. When I when I looked at everything across the board, when I when I fir my first initial instinct was, okay, well, this is the best event of the whole thing. Mm. It's already it's already been and the reason I said that was because it was already a proven yeah. event. Yeah. We we already know what it does. We already know what it can test. It's already been vetted out. We already know that it's nasty. We already know that it sits right in that that heart of like what a CrossFitter thinks about. Like I get it. And that was my first one. I looked at it was like, okay, yeah, no, I all right, cool. Yeah. And I think I was just kind of pissy because like here we are in some of the events doing like the, the wall face and handstand push up. And then you only had 10 bar muscle ups in the first workout. Mm -hmm. I got it, but I thought I would have thought that there should have been more. That's why when I made my prediction, I had three rounds of the 10 bar muscle ups. Oh, right, right. Because I wanted I wanted to see more of those since I mean, they we did 20 ring muscle ups in the in the open in the open. <laughs> So it's like we go down in things that we should be going up, and we go up in things that we should be going down. I don't yeah, know yeah, that, yeah, that's a good point. I mean, <laughs> um, yes. And to this one is like I wanted to see. Like I'm, I'm just a fan of seeing new things. And and with Boz at the helm, I was like, hey, let's see what he cooks up. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah we've seen this before. So, uh, but as far as again, I'm having a hard time separating feelings about uh, things outside of actual programming. It's like my feelings of watching a hundred shuttle runs and doing a hundred shuttle runs and just like, bleh. But if you said, and like, to, and, and this is why I gave it a thumbs up is because of what Haley's question was. If this were 800, it, like the pre, not to go back to the test four, but if it was 800, 7, 25, 7, 800, I'm like, fuck yeah, this is great. So that's, that's what I'm trying to separate the two. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, no, no, 100%, 100%. I know people are saying I was being I, generous and like, I'm not a generous guy. So if I'm saying this, like I generally am having a, a I'm trying to be consistent. The, okay. So, so instead of having the, if, if the 25 foot is only going to be used for shuttle runs and I'd say, take that out and you put the rowing there so you can row 800 meters, do your seven okay. and do that. So I would be much uh, better with that. I'd okay. be much better with that. Oh, I just turn off a mic. Okay. Um, okay. So this fixes two of our things. It's 1,000 meter row, seven rope climbs, 25 bench, seven rope climbs, 1,000 meter row, or whatever you want to put in there. But it's about cool. equ equ equivalent. 1,000 right. meter row, 800 meter run, that's the same. It's a row buy-in and it's a row buy-out. Go, yeah. Then you get, yeah. ugh, right? Yeah. And then you modify... 
This to 27, 21, 15, 9 of thrusters and shuttle runs. Just like the teams did in a different format. It's like, hey, we're doing 15-5, but now with shuttle runs. So it's like, oh, how much worse is this going to be than 15-5 was because now we don't have rowing. So it's the same thing. It's nearly the same stimulus. Nearly. But different. And so you can get your shuttle runs if you really want to program running. You have 27, 21, 25, 50, 50, 52, 62, 72? 60. 45, 62, 65, 50, uh, 72. Right? 45 plus yeah. 20, 65 plus 7, 72. All right, so you almost get the same number of shuttle runs. The shuttle runs will matter. Yeah, they totally will. They'll matter as much as the 50 did. And you get both, and we we don't drastically change the format of the test. How long was it taking your people to do the shuttle run, the first part, the first uh, 50? Oh, I can't remember. Approximately. I know you zoned out. But. Four, uh, like five minutes maybe. Four, somewhere between four to five minutes. A lot like if, a thousand. It, with, with that, with that, being i i would rather it be more similar to what the the teams did two two four four up to and then i pick your time frame say 10 minutes well they yeah maybe they do the same thing because the same athletes aren't taking this test so you yeah. could have done it yeah or make it seven minutes make it seven minutes philip we're no the men need an 18 19 division no, no they, they don't. don't no they don't no they don't just like we don't need a 30 to 34 division if those athletes are going to the games at that age, they don't need. <laughs> yeah, seriously. You know? And created every division for people you know. Um, okay. That being said, repeat, this one goes in my big thumb up I'll go thumb category. Up. Big I'll win. Go thumb up. So, all right. So we look at the program as a whole. Test one, dumbbells, lunges, increasing in difficulty, decreasing in number of lengths, the gymnastic skill set of toes to bar, chest to bar, bar muscle-ups. Okay, we got that. Then we switch to test two, where it's the wall-facing workout in the heavy-clean test. Like, that's, that was it. That's all it was. And then you switch to test three, the, you know, the longer of the tests, um, 15 to 20 minutes there, the shuttle run, boredom as we've been talking about but i still love the rope climb bench combo like <laughs> right. it's a killer awesome combo and the, the number of reps you had at those weight like that weight got really hard for people they were not expecting that uh and then the last one it's just a it's a classic crossfit test it's something that does its job in a lot of different ways it's you know basic movements you've got the, you know the best barbell movement we have which is a thruster and then you introduce the rower and those combining movement patterns with that format like, it's just great, right? And so you look at the hole, and I'm giving it, since I had a three to two, three to two and a half, maybe a 50-50 split, I'm giving it one. I'm going to give it one thumb up on the Masters. Because, like, where I was at with, you know, I gave individuals one down. Right? I'm giving this one up. I'm like, there's some problems in here. There were more things in my opinion, good, that outweighed the bad. Therefore, I'm giving it a positive review Okay. of one. Um, I'm not going to give it a, a one-up. <laughs> 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 um, 
that being said, I do think like I like the first event. I understood the first event. I think that the first event uh, could have been in the open, just like the last event was in the open. So we had two that I think were appropriately placed, uh, maybe maybe just under a little bit, but it still allowed everyone to do the things that they yeah. needed to do and be able to race. It was a good bookend, one in four. Uh, I, exactly. Like I, I'm cool with that. Um, being that we had a one rep max lift in the open, I didn't think we needed to have it here. So I think that I was a swing and a miss. Um, I don't like the fact that they put uh, the new movement with the uh, the, the wall face and handstand pushups at the volume that they had them. I didn't mm -hmm. like that, um, especially being more than what the uh, individuals had to do. I don't like the fact that we did multiple shuttle runs. We did it in the open. We did it here. And I just didn't see the need to have to do that multiple times like that. It was and then in the most boring way, what's really weird is we did it in the open and you found that you could walk it, which <laughs> was boring. And then you come way. to this one and then it's it's boring <laughs> and again. Boring so, and and <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not saying boring or not that that's what's going to make it work or not for me. Mm. Um, but I in my mind, I'm looking at this at the qualifying season and on the online qualifying season, especially, and we've done events that have repeated themselves and I don't think they needed to be there. So I, I'm glad there were two that were decent. I'm upset at the other ones. I just think that they were, they were just mistakes. Yeah. Like, like sloppy mistakes. And as a master's athlete, like I, I do care what they end up having to do I, yeah. because I see myself in there and I, I don't like when people undergun masters and I mm. don't like when they overgun masters like irresponsibly it's like you guys are missing this is a large group of people that really love being involved in crossfit the numbers and, prove that we i mean that's uh, how we started exactly. the show and i just think that they missed the boat um so um you're almost talking me out of my one <laughs> well i'm gonna go one down one down one down Ooh. And, and I just, it's because I just feel that the mistakes were just like, wow, what the hell were you guys thinking? It seemed almost like, okay, team, you go do this event over here and team, you guys go do this over here. And everyone had their own plan. They put them together and it was like, I, mm -hmm. it just, it, to me. And I, again, I, I liked the first one. I liked what the second one, the last one was the, the middle ones. I just, I got bummed out. I, I, I wanted to see bench being cool. I liked the, the rope climb bench, rope climb. Mm -hmm. Love that push pull come on yeah yeah <laughs> you know i love that i yeah. love that it's a great combo um and maybe maybe now i'm actually even more jaded because of what we talked about when we were looking at the uh the teams mm -hmm. and how we were looking at like well what if you split dan said that like what oh, if you yeah. split yeah dude that has been that has been like bouncing around in my head a bunch mm -hmm. and i would have even loved that setup for the yeah. for the masters yeah well we did a we did a little you know dan throughout this before we uh we closed out here is that um it's like hey when we look at the team test what if they were the individual tests for quarterfinals how would you have liked those and not just for the for the individuals like not not age just like individuals totally and, and the question i put out there was um would the best still have made semifinals with these tests and across the board, the answer was yes. Okay, 
mission accomplished. Were the tests made that more people could have participated and competed with these people? The answer was also yes. And that really comes to what we're talking about. It's like, oh, good or bad. It's like we're talking about quarterfinals in our goal for here. And I think our opinion is that you should program where the best will separate themselves. And maybe the bottom 10 to 15 will churn depending on what the programming is. That always happens, always, no matter what stage we're in. And you also have programming that the majority can do and be some, and then like the moderate group of that can still be competitive for themselves. A lot of people don't sign up for quarterfinals to go to semifinals. Most don't. We already know that 98% of the people in individual quarterfinals won't make it. Right. Or I say 97 and a half. 99% of the people in masters won't make semifinals. And if that were the only reason people signed up, then only 30 people or 100 people would sign up. People want to do tests to test themselves. And I think people get frustrated when they qualify for certain stages and they're, and like, again, when you draw a line, there's going to be people that are missed out. You say this all the time. We're not trying to cater to the lowest common denominator, right? But we want to put tests out there that allow people to take these tests on a majority scale. So that they can test themselves with the the test. That's it. And if you put things out there, and maybe this is all a long game ploy to just push the 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 community forward a level that you know, Boz is admittedly says like we're so far behind in gymnastics in his point of view, and he's not wrong, right? When you look at our proficiency with weightlifting and endurance tests, like we are way further towards specialists than we are in gymnastics. We are basically infants when it comes to that scale. He's right. And this could be his way of just ripping the Band-Aid off and forcing us and maybe just like does this terminal for a year or two and we all get better. I don't know what the end game is or what that is. But the way I look at it now with my point of view and the demographic is in quarterfinals, creating tests that will separate the best athletes to semifinals, allowing everyone else to test themselves for themselves because a thousand people are not signing up to make quarterfinals. And if you are, you're delusional. For the same reason, 200 people come to your gym not to do the RX workout. It's like if everybody showed up because they wanted to go RX, nobody would show up. 10 people would show up. <laughs> But they want to have a test to be able to test themselves. And if you give them a test that they can't do, if we out them from the beginning, that, I think that's where people have the problem and the frustration, yeah. right? Whether it's too much skill too soon, too heavy of a weight that you don't even get to play with anybody else or lift a barbell or something that's, not to say we should program for fun things, but like, like you said, the monotony of a shuttle run for some people as well. And then that's where I'm trying to wrap my brain around how I look at this and how we define quarterfinals. We got to make a test that people can actually take for the majority. Right. While separating, sifting those that can qualify for semifinals, not making a test that only people who can go to semifinals can take. I think that's where we have that hard line of a miss. Right. And I I just think that I, I almost feel like you know, we figured it out with the open. I think we 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 are at least getting the uh, have a good understanding of what we're doing in the open, 
and then we i think we're kind of stuck in the this is supposed to be regionals or something like old school regionals rather than understanding that this is basically just a smaller pool where we're still doing the open go a little heavier go a little bit more technical a little bit more volume whatever but still with the same idea with the same intent of we want this to be inclusive for the 10 percent that are there but allow our people to be able to qualify through which means the vast majority should be able to do the majority of the things so that you can have people race that's the bell curve yeah and your top end people that are going to qualify they're the ones that are kicking ass on it yep and then you'll have people on the other side that are like wow i really suck at that one movement okay and that's why i'm 89.9 percent. they rounded up and i got in <laughs> yeah you know what i mean so you're yeah. good yeah and yeah, and so then when we have like criticism, like that's what we're looking at. We're we're looking at the whole thing, and we've heard this a lot. We we've said this. I, I said this recently on this the Talking Elite Fitness uh, show that they had. And when I hear people say it's like, well, the right people made it, so the programming did its job. God, that's so wrong. I was like, I you just it's a cop out. You're well, you're also missing the point. Like, it shouldn't only be because the right people made it, the programming did its job because this isn't the CrossFit games for one. And this isn't semifinals for two. This is quarterfinals. This is still supposed to be a broad test so that people can know where they're at. Yep. You also have worldwide rankings and level systems and you're putting in things that people just can't do and participate in. Now, I'm not saying everybody should be able to participate. So that's, that's what I'm looking at. And... The programming should find and separate the field in quarterfinals and allow everybody to test themselves for their own reasons. And to judge programming based off who qualified or who won is not how you analyze programming. It's not. Of course, Matt won. Of course, Tia won. You give them 20 different tests that aren't just one thing, they're going to win. Right? It's just, that's, that's the deal. That's the deal. Janelle, thank you so much. Oh, you're awesome. Thank you so much for coffee and bubs, of course. Yes. I need, I need some coffee right now, too. I do need some coffee. And if those of you guys, before we sign off, again, make sure you guys go to bubsnaturals.com. Use the code GWTP20 for 20% off. And then, uh, Janelle, you get your 10 bucks back. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> All right. So we got to the end of the, the, end of the, the, the rainbow of that was quarterfinals. We had individuals, teams, and age groups. Uh, we both thumbed down individual we both thumbed up team and then we split the difference on it and i thought we we're gonna uh <laughs> we're gonna find <laughs> i made a joke on the post like we're gonna determine like did was it an overall success across all divisions and of course like we go out there and literally tie right the board. <laughs> although with your two thumbs down maybe <laughs> an individual's balance it out oh david attaway five bucks coffee fun yes yes it's, uh, yes. We appreciate that, guys. Really do. Thank you guys so much. But uh, thank you guys for listening to the show. Thank you guys for rolling with us all these last few weeks when we did these quarterfinals. Next week, uh, well, shoot, maybe we can get back to a CrossFit Journal article. Oh, man, we need to do that. Well, We've you guys want to get some more CrossFit Journal? Get okay, those. we'll dive yeah. into that. Uh, and, oh, I just threw this out there, and I never told you this. I want to do this. What if we did an episode on Tuesday called Reprogramming the 2023 open and individual quarterfinals. Hmm. 
I'm just going to repost what I wrote. That's I true. My events were awesome. Okay, but we have. Well, okay, so let's do this because this is we, we try to be fair within the confines of the things we were given. Isn't you know, that's kind of our rule, right? Do you want to retool it? Well, retool, reprogram. Like so, it's like okay, uh, open oh, test. Oh, one. Oh, oh, Did you okay. get what I'm saying? Is like for so for test three for the individuals. Like you can't just like bring in something new. Okay. It's like, okay, we only got a GHD in a box or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So what do you think? You want to reprogram the open and quarterfinals for the individuals? Sure. Yes. Tuesday? Okay. All right. So we'll reprogram because, I mean, we haven't had a hashtag there fixed it in a while. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So next Tuesday, 3.30, 4 o'clock, uh, my time, your time, 1.32 p.m. Pacific. Yeah, we will reprogram the open and quarterfinals for the individuals, and then next Thursday we will get back to the Glassman Chipper, and I believe this one is also about programming. Well, 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 well. well. All we right, team. That, we need to send that to HQ. That's true. Thank you guys so much for joining the show. We will see you guys next week. Have a great weekend. Happy Easter. Look out for the Easter Bunny, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye, guys.